Hi guys, welcome to the podcast, Time Bomb. It's your host, Diamond. And today, guys, we're going to be talking about returning back to your hometown. I recently flew from Miami back to my hometown. And I genuinely, when I was back, was like, whoa. Like, I was just so shocked and I had so many emotions and thoughts going through my head. This is a town, this is an area, these are people that I know that I grew up with I was born and raised there grew up there for 18 years of my life and I just walked away from it and haven't looked back which I think a lot of people can relate to whether you know you are in my situation where you left and you went to college or you left for other reasons or you just wanted to try something new I feel like there are a lot of people out there that leave their hometown leave everything that they know and the comfortability to go and take a risk and be in a situation where you're uncomfortable it's extreme extremely extremely like scary and risky and then going back and seeing what your life could have been if you would have stayed there is very interesting to me and i had all these thoughts and emotions while going back and i was like you know what like this We need to talk about this because this is interesting. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're turning back to your hometown. And for me personally, we're going to be talking about all the thoughts and experiences and everything that I went through while being back in my hometown, where I was from, where I knew everything by the, like, with my eyes closed back on my hand. So yeah, let's just get into it. Okay, so let's start off with how I was when I was a little girl, like super young, before I went through what I went through being older. So when I was younger, I've always known that I am not living and raising a family here and everything like that in my hometown, in that state. I always knew. My family knew. I knew. Like, we always knew. We always knew that this isn't where I'm meant to be. This isn't where, like, not that I'm not meant to be, but this isn't where I'm meant to live my grown-up life or, I guess you could say, like, live my adult life. I wasn't meant to. I'm not meant to live my adult life in my hometown, in that state. I've always known that. My family has always known that since I've been a little girl. I was the kid that, I lived on the East Coast, but I was the kid that I'm like, I'm going to school on the West Coast. I'm going to California. Like, what is the furthest I can get? Like, that was me. I, at one point in time, wanted to go to school in Hawaii. Like, that was who I was. Like, it was always known. I've made it known. Like, my parents, my family, everybody knew, like, since I was a little girl that, like, Diamond is not staying here. Okay, cool. So let's fast forward a little bit. So once my mom had passed, you know, my life obviously changed. I talked about that multiple times on this podcast. My life changed. Obviously, it's going to change. I lost my mother. I lost my support. I lost that that parent. I lost that. I lost a part of me. So with me losing a part of me, I tried to hold on to everything that I knew before my mom had passed. I tried. I went to school out of state, but I went to school in Virginia, which was still pretty close to where I'm I'm from. It was like a four-hour drive. So I would constantly, my first semester, I would constantly go home. And the more I went home, the stronger the feeling got that this isn't where I'm supposed to be. I'm not supposed to be here. Like, 
And I don't mean like I'm not supposed to be on this earth. Like, not like that. But I'm not supposed to be in this state. This isn't where my life is supposed to go. And I would go home so much because I didn't like where I was at. So I was kind of just escaping one reality to the next and just kept escaping. I didn't like the school I went to. I didn't like the state I was in. And then I would go back to where I was from. But I didn't like being there either. But I kind of liked it. It wasn't as bad as, like, being at school. I kind of liked it because it was a sense of, like, familiar like I knew the area I knew the people in the thing I knew where to go out to eat I know what mall to go to and what mall don't to go to like I knew it all so at the time when my mom had passed I was seeking every like every sense of routine that I had before my mom was here every relationship every like um every scenario like every place like I was just seeking that because I needed something that felt quote-unquote normal I was holding on to things that I should have not held on to that were damaging me and I knew it was damaging me but because I wanted that sense of normal life before my mom was left me like before my mom passed that I kept holding on and the longer I held on the stronger the feelings got that I am not supposed to live here like this is not where I'm supposed to be the longer I damaged myself and I knew that, but because my life was so up in the air and I was just so confused, I was like, you know what? Like, screw it. If this means I got to damage myself to get this type of feeling of normalcy, then that's what I'm going to do. But like I said, the stronger the feeling just kept getting stronger. Like, this isn't where I'm supposed to be. And when I was younger, like I said, we always knew that that wasn't where I was supposed to, I wasn't supposed to like live there for the rest of my life. But when I was young, I didn't know exactly how I was going to get up, like, and move and leave and all these things. I didn't know. But older me, past me, which is in this case is like current me, like 18-year-old me, was like, okay, what are my options? What can I do? Like, what, like where am I at in this world? Like, what, what, like, the world, like, the world is so big. Where am I going to go? And... After a while, the pain grew so strong that I'm like, okay, this is it. Like, so many signs. I mean, say so many signs have happened. Like, sign after sign after sign. Like, at this point, it's repetitive. Like, at this point, it's a weekly. Like, weekly type of signs. Like, and these aren't little signs. Like, these are significant. Like, big signs were happening to me. And I'm like, okay. Diamond, you got to change something. You don't like the life you're living. You don't like how you feel when you're back in this state. You don't like how you feel when you're in this neighborhood, when you're in this area. But you also don't like where you are currently in school. So what can I do to change this? So I obviously like, okay, obviously the first step is I got to transfer schools. That's first, first and foremost, I got to transfer schools. And I wasn't transferring back to my hometown, my home state. Like, no, I knew, like, I cannot transfer back there. I never wanted to be there from the jump. So I obviously started applying to schools out of state. And I just started really seeing like what was to come. And I eventually landed up here, Miami, whatever, whatever. But since me living in Miami, my family and my friends are still where I'm, like they still live where I'm from so with that being said I still have to go back for holidays and for birthdays and for family emergencies and all these things so I escape one reality and at this point I'm in Miami I'm living my best life I'm on my own like figuring out my life in Miami trying to see what that looks like for me 
But I still never came with terms on why I left that state and why I left my hometown and why I gave up so much of my life and so much of me and so much of what identified me. I never came, I never discussed that. I never came to terms with why exactly did I give up that? Why I never like faced the fears and faced my realities of like, this is what happened to me and this is why I have to give it up and whatever. I kind of just left and like closed the box, but the box was never unpacked. Like, you know how when you move and you still have boxes laying around? That shit, I'm gonna get to, I'm gonna get to, I'm gonna get to. That was me. That box was sitting there for like, at this point, I think I lived in Miami for like six, maybe seven months at the time. I still never unpacked this hypothetical box on why I left, on why I needed to leave, and the feelings that I felt on why I needed to leave. So every time I went back to fly back from Miami, when I would fly leaving Miami to go back to my hometown, I would panic. I would hate booking flights. I was so many times I was on the verge of canceling flights because I didn't want to go back and face the trauma and face the fear and face the pain that I felt returning back to this state and returning and dealing with these people that I've avoided and that I was able to get away from because at the time I moved to Miami in the middle of a pandemic so people weren't traveling like that so it wasn't like people were coming down to Miami to come visit me and I was still dealing with them like no everything was very virtual very online very text message FaceTime give me a call you see me on Instagram I see you on Instagram type of thing but when I would go back I would see these people in person People would text me like, oh my God, girl, you're back in town. Like, oh my God, I want to hang out with you. Blase, blase. Like, and I was like, I can't do this. And there, there were even times where I would fly back and the minute I touched down, the minute they said, okay, welcome. This is the weather. This is the temperature. Like, this is the time zone that we're in. This is the baggage claim, whatever, whatever. I would already be looking for flights to return that same day. Like, I genuinely just didn't like being back. My family was there, and I loved my family to death. I loved coming back and seeing my family. But to a certain extent, I'm like, I would rather stay in Miami. So I would have this feeling, and I would barely return. I would go everywhere else. I would fly everywhere else but back to where I grew up. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And I never really paid attention to it. I always knew, like, I always dreaded flying back. I always dreaded flying back. I would have to talk myself up. And make sure I didn't talk myself up too much where I would just, you know, cancel the flight. Or even when we're, like, at the gate, they're like, hey, is anyone willing to give up their flight for $600, $500? Like, it was so hard for me not to stand up and, hey, like, take my seat type of thing. But I'm like, okay, whatever. But recently, I had to fly back for an unexpected, like, thing. And a thing that I had to be at. And it was so unexpected that I booked a flight let's say five days before I was supposed to leave and leading up to it I was like oh my god like why did I do this like why did I say I was going to go to this like oh my god like oh my god oh my god like I don't want to do this I don't want to deal with people I don't like I just don't like the atmosphere I don't like the mindset that it puts me back into and every time I did come back I would stay with my aunt that where my aunt lives isn't where I grew up. So I'm not even in the same county. I'm not in the same city. So that would be like my excuse on when I would go back. I'm like, oh, like I'm with my aunt. Like, you know, she lives like further, further away from where I grew up. So I wouldn't have to see people because who wants to drive an hour? Who wants to drive 45 minutes? Not I. And I didn't want to pay for their Uber. But 
for this reason why I had to, why I had to go back this past like week, I was gonna I was going to be back in my city. I was gonna be back in my county. I was gonna be back on the streets that I remember driving to school. I remember being on this highway. I had so many moments and experience at this mall and at this restaurant and at this things like everything had a memory. Everything had like a thought or an opinion, everything like that. Like this was my first time coming back and being back in the city, being back in the county, seeing the same people I grew up with. Like this was my first time ever because like I said, I would stay with my aunt and my aunt didn't live in the same county. So I wasn't driving on the same streets that I would drive to go to school or that I would drive with with my mom to take me to my friend's house or take me out to eat or take me here or take me there. I wasn't driving on those streets. I wasn't driving past friend's house and driving past certain things like I wasn't so I didn't have to really deal with that until I flew back within this past week and when I was driving I was in first time I was in the passenger seat and I was just taking it all in I was just like wow oh wow like this isn't there no more oh my god like I was so shocked like oh my god I remember this mall used to be here or this used to be here like this what happened to this like me asking so many questions because it changed within like I don't think I've been back in like four years maybe three no three years I haven't been back in three I haven't been back to the county and the city and everything in three years a lot of things can change in three years so Seeing all these things change, it's like, wow, like things really look different. But then it's like, wow, like you start to imagine like, what would my life look like if I would have stayed here? What if I, What would my life look like if my mom was still here? What would I be doing? Who would I be talking with? Who would I be friends with? Like, where would I be at? Like, what would my mindset be like? And like all these thoughts are going through your head and part of me is like, dang, I miss this. Dang, I wish this was me. Dang, I wish this was my life. And then I'm sitting in car and I'm sitting in the car with people who currently still live in this area. So obviously, you, you know, you can't you don't want to be rude. You don't want to dog like where they're from and like where they're like where they live and who like who they associate with. But it's also very interesting to listen to these conversations of that they're having in the car. And it's like, I can't relate to you. <laughs> I can't chime in because I don't know what it feels like to be in this situation that that they're talking about. I don't know what it feels like to, you know, see so-and-so at the mall and whatever, whatever. Like, I just don't know because I haven't, I don't have that experience anymore. I don't live that life anymore. And it's like, it was very, very interesting just listening to all the conversations and driving through these streets and driving past parks and schools and, you know, restaurants and malls and going here, going there, and then running into people that you see, like, it was very, very interesting. And as I'm as I'm processing it, I'm like, the whole time as I'm processing this, it's like, dang, I'm thinking of what my life would have been like. And, like, part of me is like, dang, I wish this was me. Or part of me was just like, I wish this was still my life. But then majority of me not even part of me because I don't even think it was half of me like it was like a tiny part like tiny part like the what if like the 25 percent type of thing or maybe less but the majority of me was like wow I'm so grateful that one I moved but then two I'm so grateful that I was able to come back and experience this experience like all these thoughts and all these feelings and all these emotions 
that I'm having of driving past these things and talking to people that I used to be cool with or I was cool with their friend or their their sister or their brother or whatever the case may be. Like, it was so eye-opening. But it it made me, it was so eye-opening to the point where it made me be like, confident in my decision that I didn't make a mistake I made the I made the right choice to leave and to move did I make the right choice of not coming back as often I don't know I'm still trying to you know I'm still trying to figure that one out but I did make the right choice on moving and I think that's so important was because I feel like part of me or deep down, I always question like, yeah, I love my, my, yes, I love my Miami life and it's become a part of me. It's a part of my brand. It's what people know me as on social media, like at least from my hotels, like, oh, that's the girl that moved to Miami and vlogs her life type of thing. And it's like, yeah, like that's who I've become. But a lot of me is like, did I make the right decision? Because I don't see my cousins as much. I don't get to see my cousins grow up. And, like, I used to be so in tune and so, like, like there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, senior, like senior cousins and everything. Because I'm, I'm super close to my cousins. Like, always super close. But it's like, they, I wouldn't be like, wow, like, she's got tall. Like, I'm not there to, like, see them grow or see them go through certain stages of their life. And, like, even, like seeing them grow up and how they're talking, how they're communicating, and what they ask for now is so different that part of me deep down was like, did I make the right decision of up and leaving everything that I've known, my family, everything to move so far away? Because I'm no longer a car ride away. Like, I mean, yeah, you can still drive to Miami, but that's like an 18 hour drive and a two hour flight where at first I was a four hour drive, probably a 30 minute flight where that's that's a little bit easier that's something that you can do in a day like like that like you can get to me like something happens you can speed and probably get to me and probably less than four hours type of thing but miami that's the south of the south that you can get like so it's like i always wonder like and even then like when people when i told people oh yeah i'm moving to miami at first before i, I before I made the move, everyone's like, oh my God, like, what if something happens to you? Like, you're going to be so far away. You're going to be X amount of hours drive in this two hour flight. And I like was like, oh no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. But then part of me was like, wait, but they're right. But they're right. Like, how is this going to be? Not if something happened to me, but how, how am I going to feel the fact that I'm going to be in Miami alone? I'm not going to have the support. I'm not going to have my family and my friends and, and like, I'm not going to have that. I'm starting over brand new i'm finding my i'm finding my new routine my new favorite nail spot to go to my favorite mall to go to my favorite supermarket to go to like everything i'm finding everything and it was like yeah i'm willing to give that up but at a certain time like am i really 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 to give it up like that was like kind of like the back process of like everything that i was going through but going back to like, driving down these streets, it was, like, the whole time, it's, like, I made the right decision. Like, I genuinely made the right decision. And it, it has nothing against, like, any of those people in that town who decided to stay, in that county that decided to stay. Like, that's fine. Everyone has their own path that they're going down. Everyone has their own, like, future that they have to create for themselves, whether that's in this state, in the county, or not in the state. My, my future and what was right for me just so happened not to be there. And that's fine. But I feel like me going back and being back in 
that situation in the car and just watching everything and listening to conversations unfold it just solidified it made everything way more like confident in myself like okay you did it like you did it diamond like you made the right decision you made the right choice and i also think by me doing that it kind of took the anxiety away from me that i felt every time that i had to fly back or every time I have to go back, like, it kind of was like, okay, like, I can go back, and I can stay a couple of days, I don't need to stay a week, I don't need to stay two weeks, I think my max is probably, like, three, four days, and in this case, I only did 24 hours, like, literally 24 hours, probably a little bit less than 24 hours, if we're being honest, but only did 24 hours, and in that 24 hours, I gained so much knowledge and confidence and like reassurance in myself and in my decisions that I was like, okay, I think I can come back here. And I've learned that I don't need to stay a week. I don't need to what's the cause. I can come back here and just stay a couple of days and be content. And I think the reason why I was coming back and trying to stay so long was I was trying to make up for so much lost time and memories and experiences that I've missed living in Miami because I don't have those people. I don't have my family, I don't have, you know, the, what is it called? I don't have those, I don't, I'm not creating those memories and experiences that those people are now creating without me, and part of me was like, okay, I'm okay with it, but the other part of me was like, no, I kind of missed that, like, dang, I wish I was there for that brunch, or I wish I was there for that birthday dinner, or whatever the case may be, so I would come back for so, quote, unquote, long, a week, or two weeks, or even a week and a half, trying to make up for all this lost time, but then in the process of me trying to make up for all the lost time, I'm like, why am I here? Like, I'm ready to go back to Miami, take me back to Miami. It was like, I couldn't I couldn't make up my mind. It was like, oh, I want to be here for super long because I want to make up for all the lost time. But then part of me, when I would stay super long, was like, I am ready to go after the third day. Like, take me back to Miami. It has nothing to do with the weather. It's, I like who I've become in Miami. And I can't be who I am. Well, I can be who I am anywhere. But I can't. I can't do what I have to do by staying here. And that's just the truth. I needed to be pushed on my own. I needed to be on my own. I didn't need to be coddled. I didn't need to be babied. Like, I needed to be on my own. And missing those experiences, I think that's pretty normal. I think everyone misses experiences or has FOMO in every case. Whether you left your hometown, whether you out of town or you couldn't go on a vacation or whatever the case may be I think everyone has FOMO in some case in some sort of way regardless of what that situation is for you and what FOMO looks like for you but I would have serious FOMO and now I don't have FOMO I'll see you when I see you I'm gonna live my best life in Miami I'm gonna turn up have fun enjoy this Miami sun I'm gonna lay by the pool I live my best life with my dog you know create my routine make new friends here and it's like I kid you not, once I came back, I created so many relationships and friendships and bonds with people that I'm like, I thought was impossible to have because I was at home or quote unquote, well, Miami is my home now, but my old home, I guess you could say my childhood home, quote unquote, I grew up with those people my entire life, my entire life or some way or form like our parents knew each other or some way or form my friend knew them or something like that. So it was kind of like, it was inevitable that we were going to be friends. And I didn't really have to do much work. I didn't have to do outside work. It was like, oh, I'm going to see you at school or I'm going to see you at so-and-so's event or function because I know you're going to be there. And it was like, okay, I don't have that in Miami. Like, I have to do, I have to do the 
the legwork. I have to put in the effort and motivation myself. But once I came back and I realized, like, I can have friends that I did not grow up with. That's fine. That's normal. I can have friends with that my friend don't know or that so-and-so doesn't know. I can have friends with that my parents, they don't know my family. That's okay. That's okay. I don't have to go to the same school as them. I don't have to be associated or like the same things as them or do the same things as I don't but we could still be friends and it's like when I came back and I realized like I was stopping myself from making friends and I came back and I have like three four people that I'm like oh like that's my friend like that and I can genuinely say that because I tell people like I don't really have a lot of friends I can say well I'm cool with you but I won't say you're my bestie or you're my friend like no you're not because I'm just cool with you you're an acquaintance but when I came back, I genuinely, like, opened myself up and was like, oh, let me get your number. We should go out to eat sometime. Oh, like, granted, I'm not at the point where I'm inviting people over to my house. We're not there just yet. That takes a little bit more work. But I can hang out with you outside of school, outside of work. Like, we could be, we could actually be cool. Like, you're, we could actually be cool. And I really enjoyed that. And now I feel like I'm at a point where... With everything, I'm very content. And I thought that was kind of never going to happen. I thought I was always going to kind of be a loner in Miami. And me just hanging out with my friends when they came down. Or me hanging out with people when they would come and visit. Or ex- like all these things. But it's like, no, I can have friends outside of my hometown friends. And that's okay. They don't have to know me. They don't have to know my childhood. They don't have to know what house I grew up in. They don't have to know me from elementary, middle school, high school. They don't have to know me. It's okay. And I can create new bonds and relationships. And I also became content that now, like, I can fly back in a couple months and be okay and really just enjoy my time there and not be so on edge or not be so anxious to come right back to Miami. It's like, it's okay. I can can come enjoy my time and I've learned what my limits are I learned that I can't stay here for a week I learned I can only stay here for like four days five days is pushing it like four days is like it and that's okay and I don't gotta rush to see everybody within those four days because I know everyone wants to see me and I want to see everybody else but I also want to enjoy the time that I have with people. I don't want to be like, oh, honey, I can stay 30 minutes with you or an hour with you or three days or three days, no, three hours with you because then I have to go and go to dinner at this time and then I have to go here in the morning to see this person and then I got to go here to go get my hair braided and then I have to go here, like, no. Nah. I mean, great, I'm still going to get my hair braided. That's always a priority. The girl who does my hair, if you're listening, I love you. We're besties. You know, you're like my sister. Like, I've always make time for you. But anyway, like, I don't have to rush. I can enjoy the time that I have with the, whoever I hang out with while I'm there. And whenever I come back, I'll make time for those other people that I didn't get to see. And being so content and not feeling so bad, oh, dang, I didn't see this person. Or not feeling like, oh, my God, like, I shouldn't have done this. Oh, my God, I'm ready to go back. Or not feeling the the sense that, like, I feel uncomfortable. Like, I genuinely can come back and I can feel comfortable and be out and about and really just mind my business and do me and really be content and enjoy being there and enjoy spending time with people it's very very important and I felt like me going back for just like I said 24 hours I was able to finally unbox that box that has been sitting here for now two years that's crazy that's just genuinely crazy And I'm so proud of myself, honestly, because I never thought that day or that time would come. 
but I'm happy with the decision that I made to move to Miami. Um, I'm happy with the decision that I made to stay in Miami and with the decisions that I, and I'm happy that I can confidently make decisions in the future regarding my future, um, regarding me staying in Miami because I know people get so many, I get so many questions asked like, oh, like, are you just, once you graduate, are you going to move back? And I always be like, oh, no, I'm not going to move back. But I can constantly say like, no, I'm going to stay in Miami. Or I don't know if I'm going to stay in Miami, actually. But I, I know right now I want to stay in Miami. I don't know what the future holds for me, but I know right now I'm going to stay in Miami. And I have no problem of like, oh, no FOMO of missing out on whatever is going on back from where I'm from. I don't have that feeling no more. I don't have that feeling like, oh, I'm not going to see this person what's called because I'm just a flight away. And it's not a long flight. I'm just two hours away. And even if I wasn't two hours, let's say I was eight hours away. I'm just eight hours away. It is doable. It is It is definitely something that I can do. It is definitely I'm capable of doing. And to be able to have that, that feeling now, that relief that I, I don't have anxiety on going back and I don't always feel anxious of going back. It's just so nice and it's definitely relieving to have that feeling. So, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that because I feel like so many people have can ex- can relate to the fact of the matter is that like you know you leave certain situations whether that's your hometown whether that's a job whether that's a school and so many people question you and then you have doubts and you want to make sure you're doing the best for you and it's like whether you made the right decision to move or not you technically did because whatever you learned in quitting that job whatever you learned in moving out of state or moving out of the country whatever you learned from leaving that person or whatever the case may have been you've learned that you're going to be okay and you've learned and whatever you whatever those experiences are you've learned something from it to help you process why you made that decision and helped you reassure yourself okay i understand why i made that decision if that makes sense like it clarifies it is no it's less of like it's less thoughts of your head like what am i doing what am i doing like did i make the right decision it's like okay i can see why i made the right decision and this is what i've learned from that decision right or wrong whether you move back or you don't move back whether you take the you want to take another job or you ask the person to take you back whatever the case may be you still learn something. You still understand why you made that decision and what triggered you and what caused you to do whatever you do. So, yeah, I'm just going to leave that with you guys there. But thanks for listening, guys. I really, really enjoyed talking about this topic because this was definitely something that was on my mind and definitely, I feel like, made a positive effect in my life since coming back and just me unboxing everything that I felt. But if you guys want to give the podcast a follow on Instagram, you guys definitely can at Time Bomb Podcast on Instagram. Once again, you guys can follow the podcast on Instagram at Time Bomb Podcast on Instagram. Thanks for listening, guys, and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye, guys.